0: Hello, and welcome to the Four Colored Nerds Cut the Cord Podcast Episode 2. I'm Carrie, and I'm joined by some other streaming media nerds. Tim? Hello. Ryan? Hello. And Hannah? Hi! Together we take on television for those who have cast off the tyranny of their local cable provider Each week we gather here to find a great show to watch From the often overwhelming variety of shows to choose from We review the prior week's selection Then we pick a new show and we do it all over again This is a review show so there will be spoilers This week's show is a series of unfortunate events, season 1 The opening theme is Look Away by Neil Patrick Harris Let's take a listen
1: look away look away look
0: away look away the show will wreck your evening your whole life and your day every single episode is nothing but dismay
1: so look away look away look away
0: Based on the first four Lemony Snickets, a series of unfortunate event books developed by Mark Cuttis. And Barry Sonnenfeld Produced by Neil Patrick Harris Starring Neil Patrick Harris Patrick Warburton Melina Weissman Lewis Hines K. Todd Freeman And Presley Smith (laughs) Alright On with the discussion I want to discuss the overall look of it The muted colors and tones And how everything just seemed to be very picked for its tone They really did really good with that And the costumes
1: Yeah Yes, absolutely fantastic
2: yeah, it reminded me a lot of Edward Scissorhands in the way that you had
1: kind mm. of bright,
2: normal, suburban world, and then you had their dreary, depressing world right next to it. There's actually a really cool scene where they have this bluebird of happiness that's kind of flying by Justice Strauss's house and then it goes to fly across the street over to Count Olaf's and gets like eaten by this raven of despair. It's a great visual and it's a really tells you the visual style.
1: Yes, first episode.
3: Yeah, a symbolism. Yeah. yeah, like the kid's world is like, I think the person who made some of the design and uh, color decisions has been clinically depressed before because... Because <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's like when I was 18 through 23. Hmm... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Seriously, I was very
1: impressed by the, the visual, the way that they put it all together was fantastic. But honestly, what struck me as the most enjoyable, the most mind-blowing of all the episodes, all of the show in general, was dialogue. It blew my mind, the way that they played with words. And I, I'm a huge Tarantino fan for the same reason. If you can take words and make them entertain me and just the words, make me smile... I will watch anything that you make I really will it can be absolute drivel but if it makes me smile because the words are put together in such a way that, it, that you surprise me and that you blow my mind in just using the simple English language I will watch and watch again and I, I did I my favorite part of, the, of all of them was just the way that they played on words they played with words and they used them to twist and turn the plot right in front of your eyes it was fantastic I
2: felt like this is clearly children's entertainment I mean it's also adults can enjoy it also but it doesn't treat children like they're stupid it treats them with intelligence and it makes yeah. being smart a good thing. Yes, amen.
0: Well, speaking of the language, when they stop and they tell you what the word means, this would also turn around and be a nice classroom addition when you're talking about some of those words. I thought the same thing. And it would help with vocabulary and it would grab the children's attention. And even if kids are just watching this on their own, they're going to expand their vocabulary.
2: I also thought the way that they had the narrator within the scenes, but not actually present at the time that the scene yeah. is happening. At if that makes sense. He's clearly telling you a story, which I think lends to the kind of almost matter-of-fact way that the actors behave, especially like the children, that kind of like deadpan, because he's telling you what happened. You're not actually
3: watching what happened.
2: It
1: made me so curious about his part in, in the whole show. It kind
3: of reminds me of Rocky Horror, and I think that's a throwback to like, in the 50s, they used to...
1: I do know, yes, absolutely.
3: Scary, warning, reefer madness type of things, and they always had this narrator guy, and then the story would go on, and then the narrator would talk, so it's kind of an homage to that kind of style.
2: The narrator has a just fantastic voice. I mean, that's Putty from Seinfeld, the live-action version of The yeah. Tick, that's Joe from Family Guy. I mean, that's a great voice.
1: not expect Patrick Ward would Honestly, when I saw him as the narrator, I was almost taken aback, because I did not see him playing that part. But as he spoke, the more he did it, the more I wanted to know exactly how that character fit into the story. Yeah. It made you want more. Every time he narrated, it made you want to know more about what it was that he did. And then there were the little quotes that were talking about his part in the... I don't want to throw too many spoilers out because it's it's unnecessary. Every episode started with a very short quote about him and his, shall we say, part in this play. And it made me want to know more. So it wasn't just the quotes, it was also the way that he he narrated and told his part you could tell that he was definitely a part of he was definitely completely caught up in the story and i was impressed i actually thought he was probably the best part of it for me
2: you know the tone of the series reminds me a lot of the adams family movies especially the parts where they're like this is terrible i'm obligated to tell you the story but you have no obligation to listen question your sanity if you continue to watch
1: <laughs> it was so dark and they had they were unapologetic but still warning you that how dark it was like this is very sad this is dark but almost like i'm okay with it but you don't have to. This is my cross to bear.
3: Well, no, he was like, I'm not even okay with this. I think it was just fantastically dark. going to lie. I did not watch the final two episodes because I just got so frustrated with all of the adults. I haven't read any of the books and I didn't see the movie. So this was a brand
2: new experience for me. So I don't know if anyone else here has read the books or seen the movies. So I can't really compare them to to yeah. those. But on its own, this was great.
0: It made me want to read the book. Yeah.
1: I watched the movie and now I have not read the books, but I now I want to actually. I watched the movie yeah, I'll be honest I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan but the way that the series was put together put the movie to shame I, I was amazed I really was not that into the movie the movie gave me no desire to actually read the books the series makes me want to see more and I had no more
2: how fantastic was Neil Patrick Harris in this oh my god who was your favorite character and I
1: understand that he played Count Olaf but who was your favorite <laughs> character of the characters that Count Olaf played
2: I liked the sea captain I hated that episode a lot but I <laughs> loved the <Yeah>. sea <laughs> what was their guardian's name in that episode all of the actors were spectacular in spectacular this, but she was like a glaring either the character is really poorly written or she's not doing a good job Aunt
1: josephine
3: the actress i've seen her in other things and she's fantastic but i think her uh
2: and i thought her actual story was kind of interesting about fear and giving into it and having to overcome it but she was just so overwrought like hysteric that really pulled me out of it
3: aunt josephine herself the character is just so neurotic and terrible at parenting <laughs>
1: they kind of led into the fact that she was going to be this amazing hero who would save the day and make things okay and then she turned out to be the exact opposite of everything you were hoping for
2: yeah i did really like was it asif manda or Mandi who played their uncle the snake person i thought he did a really good job too uncle monty
0: and that's the version of Count Olaf's character that i liked that he played for neil patrick harris so stefan yeah <laughs> i really liked stefan he was so clueless and it was good yeah
1: stefan yeah that was good it was
0: i about died when they're like, yeah, it's my exercise regiment. I run around chasing people with a knife on the stairs. You're like, oh. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's just dangerous for everybody. My favorite
1: was the secretary. I just, like, I don't know if it was uh, Neil Patrick Harrison boobs or the fact that he just played it so well, but...
2: Oh, when you'd be eye doctor's assistant?
1: Yes, that was fantastic.
0: Okay, so I have a question. Speaking of secretary, the banker, sec- when she gets tied to a tree, why did she carry that tree around with her? Why didn't, if she got it uprooted, why didn't she approach somebody and ask them to untie her instead of yeah, dragging this comical.
2: tree around? <laughs> which it's, like, comically and, like... absurd. This is my thought, is that the actors are acting out what the narrator says happened, and... And the narrator never said she understood. the canon accepted. You know, so the actor is kind of forced to do the thing.
0: <laughs> I never thought of
3: it that way. That makes it a lot better for me. Because there were some points where that would happen and I'd be like, I couldn't suspend my disbelief.
2: I think a conceit of the series is the narrator is telling you what happened, but you're not watching what happened. So what the narrator says is what happened. Does that make sense? Like, you're not watching an actual event.
1: What Lemony Snicket says is gospel and that is what you see. because That's that is the, the only way source you have,
2: yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah. How great is... Sunny Baudelaire, the little baby, the snarky, snarky baby. I loved her. I don't know. She was she was my favorite part, actually.
1: Sonny was fantastic. Yes, oh, absolutely. The baby was
0: adorable.
3: Yeah, she was adorable. The kid actors are really good. I mean, Klaus sometimes was a little wooden. Sorry, Lewis Hines. But, but yeah, they were all pretty good for a bunch of kids, you know. And I loved how an adult would be like, well, when I was your age, and Klaus and Violet would be like, we're all different ages. That was a recurring gag. Like said,
1: <laughs> yes when I was your age. That was part of the dialogue that I loved so much was that you, you never knew when they were going to say something and then twist those words to make to really make you think, to make you grasp just the use of language in the, in, the, in the show.
2: Like I said, the fact that those kids are smart and that their intelligence is a weapon and asset that they have and their shield, I just really appreciated that. And the parents are intriguing. I should have listened to the narrator, right? When he told me nothing happy was going to happen. I'm like, oh, he's just saying that. But yeah. they have these parents that are wandering around and I was convinced that they were the Baudelaire parents, which you find out is not the case, and then they have the twist yeah. with them. I'm like, oh, there is nothing happy in this in this series. I really yeah. should pay attention. But yeah, I loved it. Every episode. I really didn't like the one with the and at the sea. I did not like that actress at all. But other than that, they were all spectacular. And even that one, my favorite, you Neil know, Patrick Harris character is in that. so They all have something.
3: Yeah, I think for me, I just don't enjoy histrionic. <laughs> deal with that too much in my real life at work so when I'm seeing it on the screen I'm like <laughs> 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 that was what bothered me the most about that character I think it was just the character it was just over the top and Scarlett ohara with all of her ridiculous phobias which I mean they were funny I just don't think it was carried off that well
2: I don't either I think I would have preferred that character to be played more like Bellatrix Lestrange from Harry Potter rather than a shrill screaming person but you know I haven't read the books so I maybe that's more accurate
3: I Read the books. I I think she's supposed to be like just that ridiculous total 180 from this badass who she was supposed to be and now she's just this shrinking violet Scarlett o'hara with everything phobia
0: well if that's the way that it's written and supposed to be then they got it accurate it just yeah it's just sets people's teeth on edge i actually
2: dislike that role and that actress so much that i had to look her up and she's not a bad actress she has been nominated for academy awards so she can act i think it's it's just a bad role. Maybe there isn't a good way to do it. Yeah, I,
3: I haven't seen the movie. Maybe Meryl Streep was. <laughs> She'll get real method with. It. I'm sure she got real method with it.
0: I give it four sunnies doing rocks. I will give it
2: four and a half Baudelaire orphans.
3: Oh, what happened to the half an orphan? That's terrible.
2: <laughs> it's a very unfortunate event. It will be <laughs> in next season two.
3: I will give it.
0: Three and a half wholly inappropriate guardians. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Every week, we each bring a show to consider watching. We each vote for a show and we cannot vote for our own show. The show with the most votes is our next show. I'm going to suggest Shadowhunters. It's based off of the City of Bones Series of books. It's got a diverse cast and demon hunting, and lots of action. Everybody has their moment to shine. Oh, it's on Hulu. Who wants to go <laughs> next?
1: I'll go next. Rather than repeat mine from last week, I will go with an older series that is coming around soon enough with a season two, and probably something that you guys have all seen before, but I'll still sell it and pitch it best I can. I would like to watch Stranger Things. It's a fantastic series on Netflix about some kids that are involved in a very sci-fi, very dark world where uh, they find a girl who's been tested upon by the Government based upon her her odd stranger than normal abilities and she's escaped from this facility where she's at. They try to work with her to find out where she's from, what she's about, and the deeper you go into it, the more you find out how terrible it is that she's been treated, how terrible it is the world that she's involved in, and the cast and the kids who are on this series are just so fantastically easily followable. And I'd, I'd like to watch it. That's my suggestion.
2: It's one of my favorite TV shows ever. I have to agree. Yeah. It's 80s fantastic. Kind of My suggestion for us is Frontier on Net. It's a show starring Jason, I want to say Momoa. He played Caldrogo on ah. Game of Thrones. He's playing Aquaman. As soon as you see him, you'll recognize him. This is a historical drama set in like the 16th or 17th century in like the backwoods of Canada, with like a bunch of fur trappers working with and against the Hudson Bay Trading Company. So it's got adventure, it's got interesting stuff. Scenery, I like that actor. So I really would like to watch Frontier. I think it's gonna be an action packed bit of French Canadian awesomeness. Hmm.
3: Okay, so I'm going to pitch a kids' series. I'm gonna pitch Voltron Legendary Defender. I think this will speak to the five year old deep inside of us. So, season two is launching. Season one has already come out, and the reviews are the second season's great. It's the story of how a diverse group of people come together and take over these cat robot things, and then all of the cat robots can combine into one giant super robot to fight. and aliens. So awesome. That's Hi. my. It's on Netflix. I guess let's vote same order. So, carry you first. Voltron. You had me at
2: Voltron. I would
1: be betraying my childhood if I didn't vote for Voltron.
2: It's three Voltrons. Well, you gotta vote too, Hannah. Well, I
3: gotta vote. Okay, well, I was gonna vote for Shadow Hunter, Demon, Angels, and whatever. Doesn't matter because we're, we're watching Voltron next week. Ooh, Voltron. Okay.
1: Voltron, legendary defender. I like it. I'm excited. Me
3: too.
0: So that was a series of unfortunate events. You can find all kinds of nerd shenanigans including four colored nerds comic book reviews and broke gaming at fourcolornerds.com on our facebook page you can follow us on twitter or instagram you can find the podcast on itunes and google play music
1: on stitcher
2: on soundcloud and on podcast addict
0: make sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to come back next week for another episode until then keep streaming nerds